a podcast from Corey O'Connor. Hi and welcome, this is Corey. I don't really want to be glib, but data breach anyone? It was only revealed late last week that one of Australia's big four banks, the ANZ, had a data breach. This one not in cyberspace, rather in the real world. More on that shortly. But the Australian Information Commissioner has revealed a number of big data breaches happened in the second half of 2022. It affected between 1 and 10 million Aussies. I know that every time I mention this topic, I go on about the need for each of us to take our personal data security seriously. We can't keep taking the approach that it's business and government's problem to deal with. We all need to chip in. Those ones and zeros aren't going to protect themselves. So back to the ANZ Bank, and sensitive documents were found in a skip in Perth's southeast. ANZ has apologised and says it's investigating the incident. One expert says it is a clear breach of the Privacy Act. So these confidential documents were found dumped in a Perth skip bin. Scott Collins was walking to his car after work near Armadale Shopping Centre in the city's southeast when he came across the discarded documents. There was paper floating down the street and he looked down and it was transaction statements. There were people's names and phone numbers. And he took a peek into the skip bin and that had more paper in it. It was just everywhere, he said. So the documents contain transaction information, personal details, mortgage loan rates and internal banking procedures. Mr Collins believes they were thrown out with teller machines. They're throwing out automatic teller machines? You're kidding. They'll throw anything in a skip. Uh, Desks were also found in the skip bins after the local ANZ branch had closed its doors. Apparently when you close your doors for the final time it means that you bear no responsibility, ANZ. Is that the case? The 26-year-old said while he's not an ANZ customer himself, anyone who banks with the organisation should be upset, and rightfully so. Colin said the bank hadn't learnt anything from the recent data breaches involving Optus and Medibank. Speaking of which, millions of Australians' personal details have been compromised by unpublicised data breaches separate from the Optus and Medibank hacks, according to figures released from the National Information Watchdog. There were 40 large-scale data breaches in the second half of 2022, according to the data. In total, there were 497 data breaches in that time period, mostly in the health and finance sectors. Almost three-quarters of those breaches are being blamed on criminal attacks. Now, while the Commissioner did not name the enterprises involved in the breaches, but the number indicates that large-scale attacks are on the rise. The stark figures track the period between July and December 2022 and reveal a 67% rise in the number of attacks from the first half of the year, which only saw 24 large-scale attacks compared to 40 in the back half. Australian Information Commissioner Angeline Falk acknowledged there was a pronounced rise in wide-reaching cyber attacks and urged businesses and agencies to step up. Commissioner Falk said organisations should take appropriate and proactive steps to protect against and respond to a range of cyber threats. The worrying new data comes after the Federal Attorney General's Department has called for Australia's Privacy Act to be tightened. In fact, I recall mentioning this on a previous episode of the podcast last week, Deleting Your Digital Self. It was episode 1130. 
Under Australia's current data breach laws, there's no specific time frame for agencies or organisations to report that they've been hacked, but a new proposal by the department would shorten that period to 72 hours. I don't know, is that even quick enough? Because, like, surely you've you've deduced that there's a hack. So as soon as the top levels in a business have been told, hey, we've been hacked, that's when you should report it, as in immediately, not in up to 72 hours. But it's all part of a suite of 116 recommendations made in February, which also recommended that Privacy Act exemptions for small businesses be scrapped, putting new obligations on millions of new Australian entities. The federal government is also setting up a national cyber office that would consider a new Cyber Security Act and strengthening existing laws. And that's all good and well to be targeting uh, businesses and governments that they protect our information. But it does start with us. It's us who provides the information in the first place. Just really need to be super vigilant about this, about who we give our information to. I know for people who suffered because of the data breaches of uh, Medibank and Optus, there's very little that they could have been able to do. That's the government who required this information be held. But surely, for instance, a driver's license or a Medicare card, that's just for sign up. You don't need to hold on to that information after the company has proven that you are who you say you are. So that's something that the government needs to look into. But it's the little ways, the little things that possibly we don't even think of that we need to protect our data because, unfortunately, that's just the age in which we live. Subscribe or follow Corey for brand new episodes. If your podcast platform of choice supports it, please rate and review my show. It really helps with the analytics. Also, bookmark my website, coreyoconnor.com slash pod. Thanks for listening. CoreyO'Connor.com